0: Bengaluru Commute Podcast, powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Here are the top stories of the week that went by. Bengaluru Local News. Karnataka CM Siddaramaiah reaffirmed his commitment to serve the full five year term despite Congress warning against public remarks on leadership change and cabinet reshuffle. Dismissing internal party voices, he asserted I am the chief minister, I will continue. The Congress won 135 out of 224 seats in May State Assembly polls. There's been speculation about leadership transition, but Sidharamaya emphasizes that such decisions rest with the high command of the National Party. In other headlines, Defence Minister Rajnath Singh inaugurated the India Manufacturing Show 2023 in Bengaluru and praised small industries for their significant role in socio-economic development. He emphasised their contribution to wealth dispersion and job creation compared to large industries. The event, centred on Make in India, Make for the World, showcases technology, equipment and R&D in various sectors like aerospace, defence and robotics. Organised by Lagu Udyog Bharati and IMS Foundation, it is supported by the Department of Defense Production. In some more news, the Karnataka Health Department, led by Minister Dinesh Gundurao, Rao, issued an advisory due to the detection of the Zika virus in an Aedes mosquito pool near Bengaluru. Samples from Talakayala Betta village, 60 kilometres from Bengaluru, collected in August, tested positive. The advisory includes guidelines for suspected cases and recommends serum testing for fever cases with Zika symptoms. Pregnant women in affected areas are advised to get tested. Aedes lava surveys and containment zones are also recommended. Up next, former CMBS Yadurupa urged Union Home Minister Amit Shah to revoke his Z category security. Despite MHA's authorization in October, Yaduropa has yet to receive the elite security. He said that he prefers to interact freely with the local people and believes his previous security is sufficient. The decision came ahead of his planned state tour. The increased security was based on an intelligence report and CRPF commandos were designated for his protection. Now on to other news, the BBMP plans to reactivate 455 unused development rights certificates valued at over Rs 2,000 crores following a policy change. The DRCs, part of the Transferable Development Rights Scheme, are issued for public purposes like road widening. Critics fear potential corruption. The revalidation process will follow updated guidelines assessing certificate authenticity based on the 2016 rules. Builders like Prestige Group and Ram Properties are among the owners of these DRCs. Moving on, the Bengaluru Suburban Railway Project's Corridor 4, that is the Kanaka Line's progress is stalled due to Southwestern Railway's reluctance to hand over land, citing complexity. Despite directives from the Railway Board's Gatti Shakti Director, Fakruddin Ali Ahmed, there's a delay in land transfer to the K-Ride. The NGO Citizens for Citizens found the railway stance disappointing, emphasizing the Prime Minister's 40-month deadline for the project. K-Ride refrained from commenting on the matter. Meanwhile, the Rotary Club of Bangalore will present its inaugural International Film Festival for a Cause, on November 4th and 5th at the Bangalore International Centre Domlur, spotlighting careers behind the camera, particularly for women. The two-day event features 10 films worldwide, including those from Portugal, Egypt, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan and India. The festival, curated with the assistance of film critic, and Vidya Shankar centers on women-centric themes addressing issues from patriarchy to daily struggles. On a different note, Neeti ayog through the Atal Innovation Mission, will conduct a state-level innovation workshop in Bengaluru from November 6-8. to 8th. The event, titled Building State-Level Innovation Ecosystems, aims to foster regional innovation and entrepreneurship. It offers states and union territories a platform to exchange insights and formulate strategies for INE development. AIM Director Chintan Vaishnav highlighted India's improved Global Innovation Index ranking, emphasizing the need for collaborative efforts among states to further enhance innovation ecosystems. National news. Moving on to the national news, candidates are vigorously campaigning in Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan, Chhattisgarh, Telangana, and Mizoram ahead of the assembly elections this month. Voting will be held in two phases in Chhattisgarh while other states have single-phase polling. In Rajasthan, former BJP member Saadvi Anadi Saraswati joined Congress, possibly contesting in Ajmer North. In Mizoram, over 7,600 votes have been already cast through remote and postal ballots. Meanwhile, the Enforcement Directorate conducted searches at 25 locations in Rajasthan, probing money laundering in the Jaljeevan mission implementation. Raids focused on Jaipur and Dausa, including the premises of additional Chief Secretary Subodh Agarwal. Engineers, contractors and former officials are also under scrutiny. The searches are carried out under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act. Earlier, BJP MP Kirodi Lalmina alleged a 20,000 crore scam in the mission's execution. In more news, as Delhi NCR's pollution levels approach severe, the center's Pollution Control Panel has enforced Stage 3 of the Graded Response Action Plan (GRAP). Non-essential construction is banned and diesel guzzling trucks are barred from entering Delhi. The Commission for Air Quality Management predicts a further rise due to adverse weather conditions. The AQI is at 402, categorised as severe. GRAP stages range from poor to severe plus with corresponding actions. Shifting our focus, the Air Traffic Controllers Guild reported two incidents of aircraft coming dangerously close in late October, attributing them to changes in ATC rules. They expressed concern over the unification of surveillance area control and procedure area control. The incidents occurred after the concurrent system's implementation at IGI Delhi and Ahmedabad airports. The introduction of the new system is unlikely to be the sole cause, according to an AAI spokesperson. Investigations are currently underway. In a general weather update for the country, the IMD predicts another bout of snow and rainfall in Himachal Pradesh next week. A western disturbance is expected to influence the western Himalayan region during this period, according to Surendra Paul, director of the IMD Shimla Centre. The weather will remain dry from November 4th to 6, followed by the arrival of a fresh western disturbance on November 7th, leading to precipitation across the state. International news. Turning our attention to international news, Canadian MP Melissa Lansman presented a petition in the House of Commons urging recognition of Hindu phobia. The petition closed on October 17th with 25,794 signatures highlighted increasing attacks on the Hindu community in places of worship. Landsman emphasized the need for a safe worship environment free from intimidation and discrimination. The petition, supported by 80 community organizations, calls for recognizing Hindu phobia in the Human Rights Code and addressing systemic discrimination. In ongoing news, Turkey's recent arrests of journalists Tolga Sardan and Dinser Gokce, charged with spreading false information, raised concerns among free speech advocates. The arrests were made under controversial disinformation law, which carries potential prison sentences. Sardan was jailed for his reporting on the Judiciary and Turkish National Intelligence Agency the government center for combating disinformation alleged his article contained false information gokche reported opposition channel hulk tv was released under judicial control measures In a recent development, the White House is moving forward with a $14.5 billion military aid package for Israel, an assertive US response to the conflict with Hamas. However, this approach, led by new Speaker Mike Johnson, deviates from usual procedures by requiring offsets in government spending. This has turned the typically bipartisan vote into a divisive issue between Democrats and Republicans. President Joe Biden stated he would veto the bill. In some positive news, Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese aims to bolster trade ties during his visit to China, the first by an Australian leader in seven years. He will attend China's leading imports fair in Shanghai and engage with a substantial business delegation. While addressing growing tensions in the South China Sea, he plans to meet President Xi Jinping in Beijing. This comes alongside Australia's strengthened security ties with the US through the AUKUS partnership. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. Argeo, the fashion e-commerce platform under Alliance Industries Limited, introduced Argeogram, a direct-to-consumer interactive e-commerce platform. Argeogram aims to support innovative Indian fashion startups by offering them increased visibility and an immersive discovery experience. The platform, accessible within the Argeo app, seeks to empower the next wave of fashion startups and onboard 200 exclusive, homegrown brands by 2024. Spanning various styles from streetwear to sustainable fashion. In more business news, Adani Green Energy, led by Gautam Adani, is in discussions with international lenders for a $1.8 billion, approximately 14,978 crore rupee loan, to bolster renewable energy capacity. The funds will be directed towards solar and wind projects. The potential financial institutions involved in the deal include Barclays, BNP Paribas, Deutsche Bank, First Abu Dhabi Bank, Rabobank Bank, and Standard Chartered. The transaction is expected to be finalised before December. Next up in some tech news, Instagram owned by Meta is introducing a feature that allows users to add song lyrics to their reels similar to Instagram Stories. Adam Mosseri, Instagram's head, announced the update expressing hope that it will enhance user self-expression. The company is also working on more reels features. To add lyrics, users tap the music icon while editing a reel, select a song, and swipe left to include the lyrics, mirroring the existing music feature on Instagram Stories. Moving on, Raymond Group will acquire a 59.25% stake in Miney Precision Products Limited for Rs 6.82 crores fortifying its engineering business. Miney Precision operates in aerospace, electric vehicles and defence. It aims to strengthen Raymond's engineering division, catering to global OEMs and Tier 1 manufacturers in the aerospace, defence, auto and industrial sectors. The transaction, conducted via subsidiary Ring Plus Aqua Limited, will lead to the formation of a new subsidiary, NuCo, with Raymond holding a 66.3% stake. In market news, the Sensex gained 357.14 points, a 0.56% increase, reaching 64,438.04. The Nifty also saw an uptick of 115.90 points, or 0.61%, closing at 19,249.20. Among the listed shares, 2024 advanced 1,173, declined and 96 remained unchanged. For the second consecutive session, Indian benchmark indices ended on a positive note. All sectoral indices, particularly oil and gas and realty, recorded gains of one to two percent each. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. The latest promo for Salman Khan and Katrina Kaif's Tiger 3 shows Imran Hashmi as the formidable antagonist determined to outsmart Tiger. The one-minute video intensifies the personal battle with Imran vowing to erase the country. Tiger counters, asserting his unbeatable spirit. Tiger 3 is a part of the YRF spy universe. The film is set to release in Hindi, Tamil and Telugu on November 12, featuring a cameo by Shah Rukh Khan. In news from Hollywood, country singer Andy Stone, performing as Vince Vance, has revived a US copyright lawsuit against pop icon Mariah Carey, claiming her holiday hit All I Want For Christmas Is You unlawfully borrowed from his band Vince Vance and the Valiant song of the same name. Stone and co-writer Troy Powers are seeking a minimum of $20 million in damages from defendants including Mariah Carey's label Sony Music and Universal Music Group, which holds publishing rights to the song. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, actor Ram Charan joins the Academy's actors branch, announced via an Instagram post alongside global actors like Lashana Lynch and Louis kootink Junior NTR Ram's RRR co-star also recently joined. The Academy highlighted the actor's impact on cinema, enriching appreciation for human emotions. Earlier, Natu Natu from RRR won an Oscar for Best Original Song. The news thrilled fans questioning Ram's earlier omission from the list. Spooler sports. In sports news, Mohammad Shami's devastating spell in the ICC World Cup 2023 alongside Jaspreet Bamra and Mohammad Siraj triggered a shocking batting collapse for Sri Lanka. Shami's five-wicket haul shattered records, making him India's leading wicket-taker in ODI World Cup history, with 45 wickets in just 14 innings, surpassing Zaheer Khan and Javagal Srinath. In the match, Shami's exceptional performance, including ducks for Asalanka, Hemantha, and Chamira, led India to a 302 run victory, securing their spot in the semi finals. In more sports updates, American Jessica Pagula secured a spot in the WTA final semi finals, semifinals, defeating Maria Sakari 6 3 6 2, finishing the group stage unbeaten. Despite already securing her semi final spot, Pagula dominated the match, capitalizing on Sakari's 35 unforced errors. Pagula advanced to the last four without dropping a set, emphasizing the challenging windy conditions. She acknowledged the difficulty of playing in such conditions, highlighting the need for constant focus and movement. Wrapping up sports news, the National Rifle Association of India is revising the Paris Olympics 2024 selection policy. For rifle and pistol shooters. The new policy will give greater weightage to quota winners and in international performances. After India won 13 quota places, the NRAI aims to balance the selection process. The existing policy introduced after the Tokyo Olympics reduced the advantage of quota winners by modifying the points system. The NRAI is now considering adjustments to provide a fairer competition while emphasizing the current form. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for an incredible musical event featuring popular vocalist Nikhil D'Souza, performing live at the Phoenix Market City Whitefield on the 4th of November at 6pm. Catch popular comic Puneet Panya as he headlines his latest stand-up special, Guilty Bystander, performing live at the Underground Comedy Club, Koramangla Fifth Block on the 4th of November at 6pm. Immerse yourself in a soulful dance performance the Nritya Nidhi Baitak and enjoy an evening of Indian classical dance and live music happening live at the Bangalore International Centre Domlur, on the 5th of November at 5.30pm. Enjoy an open mic session and bring friends along to the exclusive Soapbox Presents Spotlight Sessions, happening at the Atta Galata Indranaga on the 5th of November at 7pm. You can also catch the incredible Vipul Goyal in his latest outing, Unleashed, performing live at the Boho Rooftop Restaurant and Bar Brookfield Mall on the 5th of November at 3pm. Podcast to listen to over the weekend? If travelling to new places is your thing, then check out the latest episodes of Mary Dunya with Veera as she travels around the country exploring new places, experiencing different cultures and quite literally taking listeners on a soulful ride. Check out the incredible Off Air with J Man podcast where he interacts with artists, comics, and creators across the globe. You can also listen to the latest episodes of The Flight Path with Arlok, where host Arlok talks to experts and gives you a closer look into the global aviation business. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. Over the weekend, Bengaluru can expect thunderstorms in the afternoons. There's a high chance of moderate rainfall. Temperatures will range from a moderately hot 27 degrees Celsius to an agreeable low of 20 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index accounting for humidity is projected at 29 degrees Celsius. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute Podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast.